away. Get on the Viking ship. This is Purple Mafia, episode number two. It is April 28th in the year 2008. We are on the sportstuff.com. We are on iTunes, and we are on Mediafly. This, again, is episode two of the Purple Mafia. And we've got a great show today, uh, some draft recap. That's mainly what we're going to get into today, as um, that's pretty much the main thing to talk about at this point. So many trades during the draft, just incredible. The Vikings made two of them during the draft to move up to get two pretty good players, two guys I'm fairly excited about, as we are about to hop right on board into that. And before that, though, again, we are on thesportstuff.com. The number here, we have a call in line. Please Call this number, 916-912-4263, 916-912-4263. It's as simple as pie. It is a voicemail line. Simply call in, address which show you are calling, like Purple Mafia, and say, or Paladino Live, state which show you're talking about, and state your your question, your comment, your complaint, trash talk, your com- comedic uh, relief, whatever it is. I mean, you're more than welcome here on thesportstuff.com. We'd love to hear from you, and uh, I personally would love to hear from you here on Purple Mafia, as I'd love to get some more and more fan interaction and even maybe some mm, some debate. You know, perhaps you're a Packer fan or, or a Bears fan or a Detroit Lions fan, as that was always a interesting deal with the Detroit Lions last year on YouTube, as I got in a teeny bit of a little bit of... Uh, Stuff with Detroit Lions fans is they thought their quarterback was going to throw 50 touchdowns and they're going to win the division. No, that didn't work out too good. And um, I think uh, your Purple Mafia host was right on that one. Not trying to talk trash, but hey, you know, when you're around football long enough, you have a pretty good idea what's going to happen. Now here on Purple Mafia, the Vikings were able to get five draft picks. They had one in the first round. Two in the fifth round and two in the sixth round. As there were multiple trades, of course, the Jared Allen trade, the big one, as the Vikings gave up their first round and both third round picks also moved down, apparently, in the sixth round. As a lot of people said they moved up, but it actually was down. So they moved down about five spots. I don't know what the point is. And um, let's dive right in right after this announcement. What's up, listeners? This is Farzine. I am the host of the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportstuff.com where we cover the Kansas City Chiefs, give our opinions, and go deep inside with the Kansas City Chiefs right here only on thesportstuff.com. We encourage you Chiefs fans, you loud Chiefs fans out there, to get on the show, voice your opinions, get on our boards, and talk with us. All listeners, including Bronco fans, are allowed in our show. So be sure you check out the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on the SportsStuff.com with me, your host, Farzine. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. Also, I forgot to mention one quick deal with uh, the SportsStuff.com. We do have a message boards. It is on thesportspodcasters.com forward slash boards, thesportspodcasters.com forward slash boards. Also, to make it simpler, simply go to thesportstuff.com, click on the TSS boards button in the upper right corner, sign up, get a screen name. It's more than worth it. It's free and fun, and it's something you will enjoy as we can all interact 
debate, trash talk, whatever. Heck, make new friends. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. It's a fun little community. Uh, all different kinds of people, all different kinds of fans, and uh, this is a growing entity. This is a growing entity. Sports podcasting here on thesportstuff.com. It is a joy, and uh, without it, I wouldn't be here, of course, and uh, I wouldn't be able to bring this info to you. Now, again, Purple Mafia, it is time for some draft recap. Now, first of all, I have a question. My first question here on Purple Mafia is from Dylan Richardson, the executive producer of thesportstuff.com. His question is, how would you rate the Vikings draft? Well, to be honest with you, I think it was pretty good, Dylan. I think it was pretty good. Now, considering we only had five picks and most of them were fairly late, um, it could have been better. Now, in the second round, I thought we should have taken Brian Brom. That's just my opinion. Or uh, Chad Henney. I would have liked that. Would have liked that a lot. Is it could have get a guy who can push Tavares Jackson, like somebody who really pushed Tavares Jackson, not Gus Farrat when they're thinking, oh, this guy's gonna push him for playing time. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. The sky's purple, I guess, in in their world. But I don't know. Now. But, yeah, I would rate the draft a B. I mean, obviously, it's a B minus. Yeah, B minus. I'll say that for now. Obviously, we don't know. I mean, who knows? Some of these guys, you know, Leroux, ah, Latroy Guillen, he could be the next Warren Sapp. He could also be the next uh, Bob Sapp, former Viking, who uh, never played in the National Football League. He was a very, looks appeared to be a very talented guy in the preseason, but wasn't a National Football League player, apparently. So that's the way it is. Now we'll be getting into Latroy Guion very soon. So yeah, B minus Dylan. I'll say B minus at this point. It could be an F. It could be an A plus. I mean, who knows? We might have found superstars. These guys might all bust, and I mean all of them. You just don't know. Um, or maybe one of them will turn out to be decent. But yeah, Tyrell Johnson, free safety. Ultimately, yeah, he's a guy who's uh, the Vikings did move up to get him. As they gave up, well, they gave up their second-round pick, and I believe a, oh, what was it? Uh, I think, yeah, they gave up a fourth-round pick to get, uh, to move up, oh, five spots, I believe, to get Tyrell Johnson, free safety, Arkansas State. And, uh, well, the pick analysis here on the national, you know, NFL.com, Pick analysis, the Vikings move up five spots in order to grab Johnson, a guy who was apparently moving up everyone's draft boards. Good, good, that sounds good, due to the speed he displayed at his work in his workouts. Known as a physical presence at the line of scrimmage, Johnson's speed convinced teams he could be a, a more complete safety. There's a chance he could even play cornerback at the next level. Yeah, that kind of sounds like the draft analysis of Cedric Griffin at one point. Kind of does, and uh, Cedric Griffin is a cornerback now, as he was actually drafted as a safety. Tyrell Johnson hopefully will be actually a better player. Is Griffin a little inconsistent in his second season? Um, all indications, though, Tyrell Johnson, uh, kind of guy whose stock rose and rose and rose and rose, and um, the Vikings had to pick him up if they wanted him. And, yeah, he is the kind of guy who could be in the wings to eventually replace pro bowler and just wonderful player, Darren Sharper, ball hawk Darren Sharper. Tyrell Johnson had six interceptions last year with Arkansas State. So not only is he a talented guy with speed and ability to really, you know, to push, you know, to push against the other team and all that good stuff, he's a ball hawk. He can create turnovers, and, hey, that's how you win championships. That's at least how you get 
deep in the playoffs with a defense who can create turnovers. And, um, yeah, I mean, what is it, 80, 80 or 90% of the time, a team that has, uh, that, uh, team that gets more turnovers than the other in, a, in any game is most likely to win. It's just plain and simple. Whoever, you know, I mean, you throw, you get a turnover, you're screwed. You get three turnovers, you're really screwed, unless you're like the best team ever or something, and you make up for it. Uh, the other team is the worst team ever, and they throw six turnovers, kind of like Detroit and Minnesota last year, the one of the worst games I have ever seen. But, um, yeah, I like the pick. I do. Uh, I would have preferred Brian Brom or Chad Henney overall. But the Vikings, thankfully, mercifully, in round five, move up again. Um can't remember exactly what they gave up, but uh, they were able to land John David Booty. John David Booty, as uh, my coworker and uh, Tony would say. <laughs> he likes to use that, that B word. Um, John David Booty, the quarterback of Southern Cal. That is a very, very established, uh, just legendary program, as they have had good quarterbacks come out of there one after the other. And uh, John David Booty is the next one, hopefully. Um, obviously, no guarantee, and uh, they're not looking at him as a super quarterback like a Matt Leinart and such, but you never know. You know, like the Matt Ryans, I believe. Or no, I'm thinking of somebody else. My bad, Matt Ryan, Boston College. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm lost. Okay. But, yeah, the pick analysis, Booty was a two-year starter with 20 starts at USC. He is not in the class of the other USC quarterbacks before him, but a really accurate passer who knows where to go with the football. Now, that sounds pretty good for a team that's got an incons- you know inconsistency at quarterback. You need a guy who is a game manager. David, or John David Booty, is a game manager. Now, he's a solid pick for the West Coast offense. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Vikings have a West Coast offense. A guy who throws a lot of shallow crossing routes. He's the kind of guy who, for two to three years, you won't have to play him, and he'll learn on us on the scout team. So yes, that says he's a very, uh, you know, he's a, he's a very uh, diligent individual who will be able to study without having to be in the game. So that's good. I mean, obviously, he's going to be a third stringer this year, at least early on, depending on how things go. Uh, things change, obviously. We've seen backup quarterbacks get beat out by uh, a youngster, and the youngster becomes a backup quarterback, a la Brad Johnson, many, many years ago in the early to mid-90s, as Brad Johnson kept moving up uh, behind Warren Moon and uh, Andre Weir and all those other people who just suck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, Gino Toretta, yeah. I mean, as long as John David Booty is in the next Gino Toretta, he's a chance to be pretty good, and um, sounds like the kind of quarterback this team needs. One way or the other, as maybe he's maybe he'll be a nice a nice backup in the National Football League. Maybe we'll get lucky and he'll be a really solid starter. Maybe he will be. We shall see. And um, that was the fifth pick. The Vikings again move up from 148th to 137th. The crazy stuff, though, is that man. I guess it was from the Rams. No, this trade was was from the Packers. Yeah, we actually traded with the Green Bay Crackers, which, okay. I mean, the only reason I'm sure Green Bay was uh, was willing to do this is because they got Brian Brom. The Green Bay Packers got Brian Brom in the second round. And when I heard that from uh, my friend Neil, who gave me a call uh, the afternoon of the draft, I was floored. I was absolutely floored, you know, how um, Brian Brom coming to the 
going to the Green Bay Packers. They already have Aaron Rodgers, who's, you know, obviously more promising than um, uh, Tavares Jackson or David Booty or John David Booty. i got to stop doing that. Got to stop doing that. I wish they wouldn't put the middle name there because it's just, yeah. Um, Brian Brom and Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Rodgers and Brian Brom, that's definitely going to push Rodgers to play better because uh, Packers are serious. And that also gives gives you a good indication that Red Favre is probably not going to come back, at least not with the Green Bay Packers. Um, if they made that move, they're willing to spend a second-round pick on a, on a quarterback who could be pretty good. There's no guarantee with anyone other than maybe Matt Ryan, but uh, or well, I I had Joe I had Brian Brom rated higher than Joe Flacco, but apparently the Baltimore Ravens didn't, as they nabbed him at 18. They moved from 26 to 18 to nab Joe Flacco. Uh, yeah, this interesting deal is um, I'm just very happy the Vikings were able to land a quarterback, and all indications here in the, the scouting say he is a game manager. And when you have a team with a phenomenal defense and a great running game and solid receivers now, solid instead of pathetic, you need a game manager quarterback. You don't need Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or whatever, Carson Palmer. You need a game manager, a guy who can be smart and get it done. So if Tavares Jackson doesn't work out and uh, John Booty does, Okay, good. You know, more power to him. And uh, Tavares, either way, the, the two of them could be on this team a very long time. One starting, the other one in the backup. Who knows? It might grow into a debate someday. Uh, in the fifth round, the Vikings were able to land Latroy Guillen. As the Vikings would have had two picks within a four-pick range. Latroy Guillen, if I hope I'm saying his name right, Florida State, six foot four, three oh three defensive tackle. Big, powerful guy. Um, now, the pick analysis here on the, on NFL.com, Guillen didn't have a lot of starts in his career. He's advertised as a one-gap penetrator but lacks foot speed. He makes up for it with excellent change of direction. He, in his limited starts at Florida State, he was very productive with 12 and a half sacks. That's good. That's very good. Um, initially, when I saw 303 pounds, I figured run stopper. Okay, apparently he's more of like a Kevin Williams type. You know, obviously, yeah, kind of hard to make that comparison just yet. But, yeah, they're kind of defensive tackle who can rack up the sacks like Kevin Williams. I guess he's about the same size as Kevin Williams, pretty tall and about 300 pounds. We're going to see what happens. Uh, that could be a very nice pick. Uh, there was a comment in the paper or on the Internet, I actually, so where uh, Latroy Guillen said he was so excited he was drafted, he was shaking. He just couldn't believe it because, yeah, I mean, he wasn't a starter much with Florida State. And next thing you know, he does get to start. He's productive, and he's a National Football League player. He's in the NFL, baby. And uh, I, I like that pick. I like it a lot. I, I really do. Um, in the sixth round, the Vikings get a backup center or whatever he's going to be, John Sullivan from Notre Dame, 6 for 4 301, virtually the same size as Latroy Guillen. Pick analysis for this one, Sullivan has short arms, which is not ideal for a center, okay? And he may lack some toughness, okay? But he has smarts and is adept at knowing the offense. All right, okay, that's good and bad, I guess, so that's why he's in the sixth round. He was the leader of a Notre Dame offensive line that struggled mightily, and he needs to show more tenacity. Huh, okay, well, hey, you know, it's a six-round pick. It could work out. might not. Overall, we're all going to have to wait and see on that one. With that, I'm going to take a quick break, and we are going to 
do the second half or so of the show. I shall see you very shortly. What's up, everyone? This is Farzine, host of Kansas City Boom on the SportsStuff.com, where we cover the Kansas Jayhawks, the Missouri Tigers, the Kansas State Wildcats, and other local college teams. We also touch on the Brigade, Wizards, Royals, and other sporting events in the heart of America, Kansas City, only on Kansas City Boom. Listen to Kansas City Boom right here on the SportsStuff.com with me, your host, Farzine. I'll catch you on Kansas City Boom. Here on thesportstuff.com, don't forget to check out Paladino Live, where we are never one-dimensional. We'll focus mainly on Minnesota sports, but we'll venture into other teams and other topics as well, including old-school video games. We're available here on thesportstuff.com. Click Paladino Live, or also catch me on iTunes. Simply search for Paladino Live and listen, because we're worth it. Back here on Purple Mafia, hosted by thesportstuff.com, iTunes, and Media Fly again. I thank all of you for listening and for downloading. Um, now, I'm not 100% sure this is actually on iTunes just yet, but it should be. If it isn't, if it isn't, it will be very soon, definitely this week. And on Media Fly, I'm pretty sure about that as well, as we can get things rocking and rolling here, get this thing uh, expanded. Obviously, now, Paladino Live, as you heard during one of the commercials, is my main flagship show here on thesportstuff.com. Paladino Live, where I talk about all the Minnesota teams, including the Vikings, just more abbreviated now with this uh, main Vikings show, Purple Mafia, up and running. Um, Yeah, my favorite team overall is the Minnesota Timberwolves on Paladino Live, but of course I'm going to get into the Wild and the Twins and the Vikings extensively because it's Paladino Live. It's never one-dimensional as you heard in the promo. Uh, definitely check that show out. It is more than worth it. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, that show is that show basically owns this show, and um, it's more than worth listening to. I hope you'll check it out. Please do, as that for sure is on iTunes and Mediafly, though that show is completely expanded, ready to rock and roll. It also has a MySpace, and uh, it is... MySpace.com forward slash Paladino Live. MySpace.com forward slash Paladino Live. Now, also, Herbal Mafia has a MySpace. It is MySpace.com forward slash Herbal Mafia 28. MySpace.com forward slash Purple Mafia 28. That is where I will add all you purple lovers, you Viking fans, hop on board. Heck, you know, if you're from another team but you love the show and, uh, you know, you like to interact, talk some sports, talk some football, sign up, uh, add me on there in MySpace. We'll, you know, we'll talk some sports, we'll have some fun, join the show, and sign on to thesportstuff.com, of course, once again. Now, the final pick of the day was a wide receiver by the name of Jamar Johnson from Jackson State. And that was the pick we got, the Minnesota Vikings got, for Troy Williamson, the talented, very talented uh, guy with great hands. He could really catch the ball like anybody. He ran great. Oh, actually, no, he was the biggest bust. <laughs> I've, you know, he was one of the biggest busts 
for a seventh overall pick that I've seen in a long time. And I'm telling you, Troy Williamson, absolutely. Just, uh, oh, I can't, I just, just thinking about him and thinking of how that whole thing went down, so sickening and disgusting. And watch, Jamar Johnson, Jamar Johnson could catch, like, uh, he, he could be the fifth receiver and catch 11 passes this year and score two touchdowns. It's like, man, that guy's way better than um, Troy Williamson. And he probably will be better than Troy Williamson. Regardless, if this guy is a fourth-round receiver his whole career, he's like a special teams guy or whatever, better than Troy Williamson. Yeah, pretty much. Um, man, alive. You know, it was the, uh, yeah, he was the 27th pick in the sixth round, 193 overall, again, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguar. By a Jaguar. But, yeah. The pick analysis for Jamar Johnson, JJ, there is nothing especially remarkable about Johnson's measurables. Well, that kind of sounds weird. Eh, okay, sorry, I won't go there. And he lacks great size. Well, yeah, he's six foot and only 176. That's pretty skinny, pretty small. But the Vikings are looking for receivers that may be able to fill a void, and he is a long-term developmental project. Cool, cool. I don't have a problem with that move. Don't have a problem at all. The Vikings, uh, yeah, Neil, who hopefully will be a, a guest in, uh, on this show at some point, since we can get things up and running, get him on the phone here on this show, could interact, talk some uh, Vikings. That'd be phenomenal. Also on Paladino Live, that'd be great, too. Talk some Minnesota Wild. It's, he'd be a Minnesota Wild guest on that show. That's his main sport. But, yeah, anyhow. That's a good move. And, yeah, Neil was not very happy about all the wide receivers we passed on along the way. There were just so many wide receivers the Vikings could have taken. That wouldn't have hurt this team. But, overall, hey, you know, I'll live with this this uh, draft class. This ain't too bad. The class of 2008, it doesn't look bad at all. I mean, there were so many talented receivers available in the second round that the Vikings passed on. Um some of them being, yeah, Jerome Simpson, not too bad. Deshaun Jackson, one that was fairly popular from Cal or California, whatever you want to call it. Kelly Malcolm, a guy I like, going to the Washington Redskins. The Redskins picking up receivers. Right? They got uh, Devin Thomas and Deshaun Jackson in the second round. There's a team that wants some receivers in their football club. Yeah, they highly pursued, like strong. They went after, and I mean they went after Anquan Bolden hardcore. And the Arizona Cardinals wouldn't even listen to him. They just like go away. We don't. We don't want to hear it. Anquan Golden's our well, Anquan Golden. Anquan Bolden is our guy. And uh, yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's great. I would have probably done the same thing as I love Anquan Bolden. I would have loved him on the Minnesota Vikings if that ever could happen. But uh, apparently that ain't that, that won't happen if that's the way Arizona's going to be about it. They're just like go away, leave us alone. But yeah, Washington acquiring. Thomas Devin with the third overall pick in the second round, and Kelly Malcolm. So, yeah. Okay, well, two is better than one, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, overall, though, it's, you know, you just never know. Oh, yeah, Limus Swede. How could I forget? Limus Swede's another guy we passed on as the uh, the, uh, the 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 mock draft had the Minnesota Vikings taking Lima Swede had they kept the 17th pick. So go figure. Lima Swede didn't go till 53rd overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you just never know with these deals. It's so hard to say. Um, uh, you know they they took a project in Jamar Johnson and 
Hey, that's that's okay. We'll see what happens. He'll probably start off with special teams or something. I overall, I don't know. Um, you know, you got Andre Allison on the Vikings, number eighty-four. I have no idea why they gave him that number. Randy Moss's former number, of course. I I, I I don't know. I mean, I guess Moss. It's not like he retired here or anything, but I don't know if I uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, I I like the I like the possibility. I like the depth at receiver. The Vikings are kind of putting together here in Minnesota. Is uh yeah you you have Bernard Berrien who is going to be the consummate number one at this point. A lot of people say he's more of a number two. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think he could be a number one. Um, if not, well, Sidney Rice may become that in time. He's the number two. Sidney Rice, a guy I just love. Absolutely love Sidney Rice. But overall, yeah, the Vikings, uh, they have some promise at receiver. They have some promise at receiver. Uh, yeah, as I've said more than once, wouldn't have minded picking up one of these guys. As I think, you know, I think they have a chance to be pretty solid. Um, again, Brom and Chad Henney, Brian Brom and Chad Henney going back to back with the 56th and 57th picks overall to the Green Day Crackers and then the Miami Dolphins, respectively. A lot of Viking fans like Chad Henney. Um, and, uh, well, I guess the Dolphins are going to have to like him now. Michigan quarterbacks, very, very successful in the NFL, including a guy by the name of Tom Brady, a guy who was meant to be a, you know, I don't even know what they initially thought of him in um, New England years ago, probably a nice, solid backup who could maybe push Drew Bledsoe, yeah, he pushed him all right, pushed him right out of town and won a championship and then won two more. But, yeah, we'll get into that some other time. It's, uh, it's not Patriot Mafia just yet. No, <laughs> But overall, yeah, the Vikings draft, not too bad, not too bad. And, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why we only had five picks instead of nine or whatever. You know, you got Jared Allen. You got Jared Allen, baby. The best, one of the best three or three to five defensive ends in the entire NFL. And um, you can't go wrong with that. You just can't because one way or, the, or another, he's either going to get tons of sacks or he's going to open up things for other people to get tons of sacks, like Ray Edwards, uh, Kevin Williams, you know, and then Pat Williams. Hopefully, you know, Pat Williams will be an even better run stopper, you know, because of uh, the presence of Jared Allen. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, as I mentioned uh, a week ago, thinking, the door is open for Ray Edwards to go out there and kick some major ass this year. I mean, Ray Edwards is going to get 9 to 11 sacks this year. Mark my words, he is going to step up his game because of Jared Allen being there to put pressure on the opposing offensive line. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch. It is going to be a lot of fun to watch this purple people-eater defensive line. I am just absolutely excited about it. And it's hard not to be. It's really hard to not be excited about this line. A super quick look at some other teams in the uh, the Norris or <laughs> North Division in the NFC, the Vikings Division. Um, Detroit Lions do not pick up a quarterback. A lot of people thought they would, and they don't. No Brian Brom, no 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 John Booty, none of that. Uh, they pick up a running back, Kevin Smith, in the third round, Central Florida. Who knows? That was where Dante Culpepper came from. And then Keith Moore. In the fifth round, first pick in the fifth round from Wake Forest, 5'11", wide receiver. Who knows? Ah, his number's very good. 98 catches, 100, or 1,011 yards. So, nice pick by the Detroit Lions. I think that'd be a good one. I mean, that's a, not a bad move. Uh, they pick up an offensive tackle. Um, the Chiefs trading 
trading up a teeny bit, uh, the 15th pick to get their guy, an uh, offensive lineman. Um, Detroit got an offensive lineman anyway. Cherilis uh, Goster from Boston College, so Matt Ryan's teammate apparently. Um, interesting stuff. I mean, you can never have enough offensive linemen, absolutely never, and uh, I'm sure he'll make a nice addition for that club. The Chicago Bears also do not pick up a quarterback. It's like, what are they thinking? I mean, <laughs> you don't want a quarterback in Chicago? Alrighty then, okay. That's like that's like the Timberwolves not wanting to pick up a point guard or a center or something. You know, you know when they're sitting there available for them. Um, all right, all right. I, <laughs> they also getting an offensive tackle, Chris Williams. A very good pick, by the way. Very awesome pick by the Chicago Bears. But they pass on. Um, they pass on Brian Brom and Chad Henney with the 44th pick overall. <clears throat> Second round for Matt Fort, running back Tulane. Um, okay, I mean, yeah, the pick analysis on that one. The Bears get a player to compete with Cedric Benson for carries. Fort was the focal point of the opposing defense every week and still put up numbers. His high carry. He's a, well, he's, he's a high-character guy and will have a chance to upgrade the running back game in Chicago. Okay, sure, not bad. I mean, that's not too bad. Still, maybe he could have gone after someone. Maybe if not, if not Chad Henney and DeBron, but I don't know. I don't know. But they didn't get him in the third round. They didn't get anybody in the third round either. Earl Bennett, that's not a bad pick. Why They like Vanderbilt, apparently, and Michigan State, as they took multiple players from both schools. Uh-huh. That's not too bad, though. I mean, uh, it could be that could work out. And, you know, they need receivers, understandably. Chicago needs a lot of players on the offensive side of the football Running back, receiver, quarterback. You know, that's there's not too many weaknesses. Just just quarterback, running back, and receiver. Not too bad. So, yeah, good luck with that, Chicago. Um, no offense, Dylan. I'm not talking trash. <laughs> I know you're a Bears fan. I'm sorry. You know, you know, you know I love you. So, uh, there is one more team in the uh, North Division, and they are called the Green Bay Packers. Ever heard of them? Yeah, they had a phenomenal draft, at least early on, I would say. Maybe not phenomenal. It's just, I shouldn't even say phenomenal, but um, picking up Brian Brom, again, second round, 56th overall, that was pretty good. That's a pretty good move. Um, Jordy Nelson, the Packers also not a not having a number one pick in the uh, National Football League draft. Uh, they started off with a 36th overall pick, second round, pick five. Jordy Nelson, wide receiver, Kansas State. Pick analysis after playing defense as a sophomore. Nelson moved to receiver and caught 122 passes in 2007. He can also be dangerous in the return game with track speed. The Packers like his hand speed and speed in pads. That's that's pretty good. That doesn't sound bad to me. If you like somebody's hands and speed at wide receiver, well, that that can only spell good to me. And uh, second-round pick, Brian Brom from Louisville. Just that was... That was the move I wanted the Vikes to make, so I'm going to say that forever until, you know, until I have reason to feel differently. Um, pick analysis, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you'll, you're will you probably scratching your head about right about now. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I mean, uh, it's Aaron Rodgers finally a chance to be a starter, and now they pick up Brian Brom. So, okay, now I'll continue. The Packers are looking to add a little competition to this year's training camp in order to motivate Brett Favre's successor. Cool. Cool. In his senior year at Louisville, Brom improved his numbers 
from the season before, which seems to bode well for his ability to improve going forward. Well, yeah, I mean, a very good pick by the Green Bay Crackers. I mean, either way, it's kind of like, you know, it's a much higher version of Tavares Jackson and John Booty. You know, you want, either way, you're going to get a starter and a good backup out of these two guys, as long as one of them doesn't leave. I mean, yeah, if one of them blows up and the other is also pretty good, you can, you could, if the other one deserves to be a starter somewhere and wants to, wants to chart and wants to get traded or whatever, you could get something good in return. You could get nice draft picks. You could get whatever, a position to need, a linebacker, whatever, whatever it is. Um, you know, smart move by the Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah, this, this way, you know, I don't even know who Aaron Rodgers' backup is. Think about that. So, obviously a very good move. You solidify things at quarterback you make Aaron Rodgers better this way just like Drew Brees and Philip Rivers remember Drew Brees struggled in San Diego for a while and yeah he struggled in San Diego for a while and um, all of a sudden the uh, San Diego Chargers nabbed Philip Rivers in a trade for you know the Eli Manning deal and all that good stuff which worked out for both teams by the way (laughs) it pretty it really did Um, Philip Rivers pushes Drew Brees. All of a sudden, next thing you know, Drew Brees is this Pro Bowl elite quarterback that I always thought he was going to be. And I'm, you know, I I was just shocked that he was struggling early on. Honest to God, I'm like, God, I really thought this guy was going to be good. I mean, I loved him in college. You know, I kept hoping he's going to go to, I mean, I kept thinking he's going to wind up in San Francisco someday and be the next great quarterback on the 49ers. And, uh, and for, uh, instead he goes to San Diego, which is cool. Uh, he takes the Chargers to the playoffs for the first time in forever. They have a great season. Um, but then Phillip Rivers, you know, he's there, and he needs to play because he's, you know, he's the fifth overall pick. they gotta, they got to make a decision on somebody. Next thing you know, Drew Brees um, winds up on the uh, New Orleans Saints, elite quarterback, takes them to the NFC Championship game. Phillip Rivers gets better and better, takes them to a, uh, was it, 14-2 and record one year. Unfortunately, they lose right away because they all ran into the you know one of the best teams ever, the New England Patriots, and then last year takes them to the uh, just a gutty performance, a gutty season for the San Diego Chargers. Go to the AFC Championship game, so you just you just don't know. Good move by the Packers. Now I'm not on here to praise the Packers on Purple Mafia, as uh, yeah, I, I'm not here to piss anybody off on. Not anybody here to you know, piss any purple fans off. Just do an analysis for y'all, as uh, that's what we need. This is, you know, we need some talk about the division. we got to know what we're going up against, and um, that's what it is. And uh, I just wouldn't have minded going in that direction instead of the direction we went. Either way, though, it could work out great for both sides. Who knows? Um, with that, we are going to call it a day, and I want to thank all of you for listening, especially all you newcomers out there. Welcome aboard. Great to have you on board. As uh, starting a new campaign here, trying to get more and more people on board via MySpace and uh, business cards. Welcome to the sportstuff.com. Welcome to Paladino Live and Purple Mafia. This, is, of course, Purple Mafia, a subsidiary of Paladino Live Productions. Yes, that's right, Paladino Live Productions. Um, again, thank all of you for hopping on board. Do call the voicemail line. I also have a message board on thesportstuff.com. It is under the Anything Goes section. Uh, click on the Paladino Live, uh, the Paladino Live section or Paladino Live forum in the Anything Goes forum, and uh, simply click on where it says Paladino Live. There are two stickies, well, three stickies. One says Questions for Paladino Live. 
you know, yeah, you can put questions for that show on there. I also created a new one, questions for Fribble Mafia, you know, if you're not comfortable calling in or you just prefer uh, typing in messages on there, please do. Please do. They will be aired on the show. You want to talk trash, you want to say uh, Tavares Jackson rocks or sucks or whatever, Adrian Peterson's the bomb, whatever you want to say, say it. Hop on board. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, let's have some fun here on the sportsstuff.com. And all the above, again, thank all of you for downloading and listening. I want all of you to take care and go Vikings. Let's see what happens with these youngsters. We shall see you soon.